Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good drive to work, whatever the case may be for you. This is Karen. I am the host for the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm really glad you joined me. I apologize for my brief hiatus. If you're a uh, follower or an avid follower, uh, you will know that I've been uh, gone, missing, <laughs> not a podcast. <laughs> coming out of this technology, um, can't say technology free zone, although it was for a while. So I had some technical difficulties. I'm back. It's not 100%, but I'm here and I'm able to, to use my voice and some of my technology to at least get this podcast out. So I appreciate those who have messaged me with concern, <laughs> wanting to know if I dropped off the face of the earth. If everything was okay, everything is okay. And so again, welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm Karen. I'm really glad you joined me. I am on so many platforms uh, at this point that I'm not even going to name them all. Just Google. <laughs> Just Google me. You'll find me. Um, I will say I am on the Edify app as part of the Spark Collective. And um, that will be um, uh, some other pending wonderful news coming up. In addition to um, Edify, we've got some other things going on with Spark Media. So, yay, Spark Media, and on with the podcast. Today's podcast episode um, is actually titled, If You're Going to Rob a Convenience Store, Don't Forget the Candy Bar. <laughs> That's a long title. It's about more than convenience stores and candy bars, though. So I have a pod quote. I'm going to start out with this quote. Ready? It's from Mitch Hedberg. An escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. You should never see a sign that says escalator temporarily out of order. It should merely say escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that quote absolutely love it <laughs> anyway something uh, humorous to share with you today and and kind of one of those hmm I never thought about it but it's true all right so if you're going to rob a convenience store don't forget the candy bar now that is not good advice if you're the criminal trying to rob the store it's great advice for the rest of the world to put out there hoping that those gas stealing cash register robbing candy bar snatchers don't forget the candy bar because it could be the thing that gets them caught and I'll explain more about that in a moment and why in the world <laughs> this is a subject for a podcast. All right. But before I get into it, I've wondered lately where in the world the concept of a convenience store came from in the first place. And why do we have one basically on every corner in America? I mean, have we really gotten to that place that we're so inconvenienced <laughs> over the past hundred years that an old-fashioned general store or a five and dime every couple of miles isn't good enough? I mean, do we really need the convenience of buying one box of Kleenex and, and one individually wrapped roll of toilet paper for $5 <laughs> whenever we need it? Or, or have we just gotten lazy? Okay, during COVID, we probably did need it. But think about it. Yes, it's convenient, but what about the cost? And doesn't that level of supposed convenience encourage laziness? Unlike most of the world, I believe that necessity is not the mother of invention. 
I think laziness is. Or if necessity is the mother of invention, of invention then f laziness is the father of invention. Take that how you will. All right, so isn't it funny how the, the more things offered at a convenience store, the more we don't just find them convenient any longer? We tend to think of them as necessities. We can't live without that convenient run to get a two-liter bottle of soda or a country ham biscuit and a donut, right? Or a Slurpee and a lottery ticket. You could also carry that thought over into cell phones. Like when I was younger, we didn't have cell phones. None of us went around carrying a phone or a computer with us everywhere we went, but we survived. Not to say that these aren't perks and blessings to having something convenient or having a cell phone because I know for certain they can be life-saving. 911 at your fin fingertips with built-in GPS that's really tracked missing kids and elderly dementia patients who have wandered off. I mean, those are blessings. Those are huge things that come out of technology. There are loads of positive things to something being that convenient. But again, a convenience is not a necessity. Do we actually need constant communication at our fingertips? Someone I know recently told me about an app that she cannot live without. She said she can't imagine her life out without it anymore. I mean, wow, does it do your laundry for you? That was my question. <laughs> you can't live without it. Please tell me it does your laundry. Um, no, it doesn't. It tracks her spouse and kids for her. Yeah, it tells her at the touch of an icon where her family is at all times so she can keep tabs on them. She's delighted that her kids can't get away with anything and neither can her husband, she said. And I thought, well, first of all, if you think your husband is actually doing something he's trying to get away with, then I think you have greater needs than an app. <laughs> I think you, you, you need to have a need that needs to be fulfilled that, you know, Google Play Store cannot fulfill for you. But also... For those of you who believe that now all of a sudden your kids can't get away with anything because you're be they're being tracked or, or they're safer all the way around because you're tracking them, I think you might want to think again. Because sad to say, tracking apps are not the be-all, end-all of family security. But still, conveniences like this have turned into something that many people in the world at large act as if they cannot live without. So come on, take the cell phone for instance. We lose that cell phone and we go into a panic. Or if we have to change phones to a new one, oh my gosh, this, the stress. It stresses us out and disrupts our lives for nearly a week. And I'm, I'm saying this because I've been there. I mean, we get caught up in making sure we have every convenient, snazzy, cool function loaded before it's just right. And that every contact and every bit of convenient app we can squeeze out of that phone is up to date and ready at our fingertips. I'm no exception. Like I said, I recently got a new phone and I thought my life would never get back to normal. It's actually kind of frightening what all we've become attached to in the name of convenience. Okay, so taking that concept back to the good old-fashioned American institution called the convenience store, I felt compelled to do a little bit of research for us and found out that the, the first chain of convenience stores in the United States was opened in Dallas, Texas in 1927 by the Southland Ice Company which eventually became, ta-da, 7-Eleven. So that's the largest, still today, 7-Eleven is the largest convenience store chain in the world to date. I mean, I remember growing up and walking to the local 7-Eleven to get a big gulp. Yeah, if you lived a deprived life where you did not have the convenience of purchasing a half a gallon of your favorite soda for 69 cents along with a 25-cent candy bar, 
I feel sorry for you. <laughs> of course, walking the six miles back and forth to get there <laughs> helped negate some of the bad effects of the convenience store food, like hot dogs for 50 cents and those little plastic trays of round tortilla chips with the cheese sauce that probably had very little cheese in it <laughs> and, and could probably outlast a Twinkie during the apocalypse. But still, it was tasty. <laughs> I have a lot of mem good memories of convenience stores, especially growing up out west, um, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah. My sister and I and a friend would walk home from tennis practice every day in high school and stop at a 7-Eleven on the way. It was midway home and ultra convenient after running our tails off and then walking a few miles home. It was time for a big gulp. <laughs> so in my quest for additional convenience store info, I saw a tab that sent me to an article from 2021 that led me to a link that led me to an advertisement <laughs> that led me to an article that led me to another article that finally led me to a list of the top most purchased items from a convenience store. So, you know, those things we all apparently cannot live without, um, or live, or at least live without the convenience of ha being able to, uh, go purchase them at the drop of a hat anytime, pretty much day or night. And drum roll. That's for the band living in my head. So no, I don't expect you to hear it, but there's a drum roll going on in my head. All right, here it is, my friends. The top 10 most profitable and frequently purchased items at a convenience store are number 10, over-the-counter drugs. I guess that's your quick fix. Um, you know, heartburn, emodium from eating the <laughs> convenience store food. Uh, number nine, ice. Well, because you know, is a great buy in a big bag but if you're just getting it for home use email me and i will give you the recipe <laughs> okay number eight fast food items like hot dogs potato wedges nachos number seven nuts and chips number six tobacco products sad to say number five milk number four toiletries number three water and coffee number two lottery tickets number one beer. Oh, and if you actually added fuel to the list, which would be dangerous right now, but if you did, it would indeed be number five on the list. But since it's not actually in the convenience store, it didn't make the list of things purchased in the convenience store. All right. So all this convenience talk stemmed from an incident this, well, it was two weeks ago that I was sort of witness to. I decided to take a, a long lunch hour one day. I'd been kind of uh, fed up with work and sitting at my desk. And on that lunch hour, I took a drive. So I was very introspective, kind of mentally tired, really needing to just get out of my own four walls and away from my office. So I drove one town over. I listened to the news. I listened to music. I talked to God while I drove. It was nice. I kept thinking that uh, maybe I should stop somewhere and get a drink or a snack. It's not like it, it was a long drive. I just didn't pack my lunch and this was my lunch hour. So I needed to snack on something while I could. So finally, I thought I better stop. So I found a convenience store, gas station, parked and realized that I had messages I needed to check before going in. And so I was sitting there in the car and I glanced up and saw what appeared to be the manager of the store out near the gas pumps talking to a man. And the man was filling up his gas tank and then he had like three or four of those gas cans, um, like most people use to fill so that they can put gas in their lawnmower. Only these were huge. These were really big ones. And the manager walked away and the man filled the gas cans. Then he put them back in the back of his truck and he pulled in a few spots over from me. And I was kind of 
viewing all of this in between checking my email, making sure all of that was okay for work. So as I was listening to a voicemail, the man in the truck got out and he went in the store. And I got out a minute later and went in the store too. And I was walking up and down the aisles trying to decide what unhealthy, completely unnecessary snack item I wanted to partake of when I heard a commotion. And one of the three women uh, working in the store got on her walkie-talkie and shouted for the manager to come quick and said someone had robbed the store. And I looked around and, and like, what's she talking about? And a, a few other people were standing around kind of dazed and we're all looking at each other like, what's, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, one of the big glass doors opens up and this guy, the, the guy from the truck who was getting the fuel, he runs right in front of me. He turns down the aisle next to me where the candy bars are. He reaches down and grabs a candy bar from the very bottom shelf, turns and runs out of the store. And the next thing I knew, the manager comes running through the store. He's shouting something and heads out the door after this guy, after this big truck driving lawn fuel candy bar guy. And, and a minute or two later, the manager comes back in the store and the other workers all started talking at once. And he said, get on the phone and call it in. Did he take anything else? And the woman behind the cash register said, yeah, he reached his hand over the counter. I thought he was going to get in the till, but he grabbed lottery tickets. So apparently this man had filled his truck, prepaid to do so, but asked the manager if he could pay for the fuel in the gas cans with cash after he came in. And the manager overrode the system to let him do it. So, I mean, hey, the manager probably thought the candy bar stealing lawn fixer was going to pay since he had already prepaid for the truck fuel I, and I think that's a reasonable thought he was being nice given the circumstances however it didn't hold true so after the man filled those cans he moved his truck around to park and wa walked into the store he apparently decided he was not going to pay at that point I, I don't know I have no idea if this was premeditated or a spur of the moment idea on his part but when he got to the register, he saw the opportunity to reach over and grab a huge handful of scratch-off lottery tickets that they were reloading into that big display. So he took those and hightailed it out of the store. The crazy part was he came right back in the, <laughs> in the store to snag a candy bar before he hit the road. Okay, yeah, that's right. You know, if he had just taken off with the fuel and not parked, he would have gotten away with it. Or if he had just... T taken the, the, the lottery tickets and left, gotten in there and taken off, he probably would have gotten off scot-free. But as it was, the, his little candy craving gave the manager a chance to go out and get his license plate number, make a model of his truck. <laughs> so, okay. And my friends, this man didn't come in and grab a handful of candy bars. I mean, here he was stealing stuff, but no, he didn't do that. And he didn't, he didn't just come in and grab whatever he could that was closest. He was quite selective and not selfish about it either. He grabbed one candy bar, un barre de chocolate. And I don't even know if I said that right. But anyway, guess what? It was a payday candy bar. <laughs> I'm not joking. It was a payday candy bar. The irony just cracks me up. I was standing right there and I saw what he grabbed. So in this particular case, I would say that the temptation of those totally unnecessary convenience foods was a bit too much for his this um, fuel-stealing, peanut-eating nougat lover because <laughs> that is the very thing that likely got him arrested. The temptation to go for what seemed convenient in the moment. Hence the title of this podcast. If you're going to rob a convenience store, don't forget the candy bar. 
at least for the rest of us, please don't forget the candy bar because then you'll get caught. And don't we do that though? What he did, we fall for the temptation of the easiest, most convenient thing to feed us on a personal and a spiritual level. Don't we tend to just go for what's convenient rather than making an effort to go for more than the Twinkies, the Slim Jims, and the payday candy bars of spirituality? Because let me share with you, reading bumper stickers with the greatest Christian quote on them is not the same as reading the Bible scripture. Listening to one worship song on YouTube is not the same as getting down into some true personal worship time. Even listening to this wonderful, invigorating, goofy, and biblically sound podcast (laughs) is not the same as delving into the Word of God for yourself and asking the Holy Spirit to move you to truth and wisdom yourself. Yeah, all these alternatives are great, including this podcast, I hope, (laughs) great for, um, helping encourage you and move you along and point you in the right direction and make you laugh or inspire you. Um, All these alternatives can be good, but aren't many of them born out of convenience? I mean, most people listen to podcasts while they're in their car, while they're doing something else because it's easy and convenient, right? I knew for myself that it was much easier to sit at home, flip on some YouTube and watch a sermon in church service every Sunday than it was to get up and put something on besides pajamas and go to a church to hear a message or share in worship and learn something. I, I've known that for a long time and it took us a long time to get our behinds back into a church, which we we ourselves needed. Um, and, but it was convenient. It was convenient to just sit at home and do it. It's much more convenient to throw on a podcast than it is to open the Bible and start reading it. It's definitely more convenient to let someone else tell you what they've learned rather than learning it for yourselves. Again, all these things have value. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm not trying to turn anyone off from any of these things. But they're not a replacement for things. Just like convenience food, hot dogs and nachos and candy bars are not a replacement for uh, the sound meals and nutrition that you need on a regular basis either. They're a good enhancement. They're a nice plus. They're a positive thing. They're, they're, you know, they can be and they can be something fun, but they can't be your main source of being fed. So again, while these things have value, some have great value like this podcast <laughs> and they should definitely be used to accentuate and expand on and enhance your faith journey, but they cannot out of convenience be used to replace a real authentic encounter with God. I think about the scratch-off loving robber from last week, and I wonder, where was his heart and mind that day? Did he really have it all together? Um, No, I'm sure he didn't, or he wouldn't come back in for that candy bar, but does he regret it, any of it, or just regret that his desire for something quick and simple, free and possibly easy or convenient got the best of him? Did he have any Bible verses memorized in his head to fall back on when he was tempted? Did he know anything about God and what God expects of him? I don't know the answer to that. I wonder. So is that kind of choice what some of us are headed for? Getting caught up in difficult situations and headlong into handcuffs and jail time? Or even just feeling like we're chained down and handcuffed in some ways? or or, or in, in some ways or another because we decided to merely choose the convenient thing rather than the sometimes arduous or scary, slow, bumpy, hard lessons learned out of uh, a walk that builds up our faith the right way, the not-so-convenient way. 
So since we're on the subject of convenience or inconvenience, for that matter, <laughs> have you ever felt like you're an inconvenience to someone? Or that they only show attention and affection for you if it's convenient for them? Out of sight, out of mind? I've been there and lived it many times. Now, put yourself in the shoes of the one who made us in his image. You know, I've often wondered and asked, God, why didn't you just make it where we can't deny you, where we can't ignore you, where we can't do anything but choose you? And every time I ask those questions, as if I had just thought to ask them at that point, but here I am asking them yet again, this feeling settles over me that I have to put myself the best I can in his shoes. Now, I'm not saying that I can fill God's shoes, but what I'm saying is, from a spiritual, deep feeling and reflective place, I can sort of put myself in God's shoes. If he made it where we have no choice whatsoever but to acknowledge him, pay attention to him, and to pour out our love for him, then we haven't chosen him. We're just fulfilling an obligation. It becomes mechanical. It's just a robotic thing. There's no depth and meaning to it. It's just kind of convenient, right? And it's that same way with us, with our relationships. If we don't pay attention to somebody because, except when it's convenient for you, us to do so, or we don't communicate with them or show them kindness or caring or love or show up for them when they need it or even when they don't need it, then we're sending a message to them whether we want to or not. We're sending them the message that they may be important, but only when it's convenient. Or we're saying to them that maybe... They're in our hearts and on our minds, but only when it's easy. Now, there are those relationships where we can go long periods of time and not talk to someone regularly or not see them uh, very often. And it's just like we saw them yesterday when we finally do see them. And I have those relationships, but there isn't an, an expectancy of daily communication or weekly communication there in the first place or that we're constant in each other's lives. There's, there's not an expectancy on either side of having a deep, meaningful relationship there. It's just not that kind of relationship. So I'm not talking about those. I think we all have those. But what about the ones that are supposed to be deep with? Um, the people we're supposed to have a deep relationship with. The ones that you want to have this meaningful and mutual relationship. The ones that you want and desire to be personal, but you're treated as if you're an inconvenience. Or you only get that person's love and attention when it's convenient to them or they want you to do something for them. Isn't that the way sometimes we treat God? Let's be honest, it is. I've been guilty of it in the past. It's something I've had to work really hard on because God isn't just something that I can run to in a, com in a convenience store and grab at the last minute. He's not supposed to be a convenient relationship. I mean, yeah, he's everywhere and he's easy to get hold of. <laughs> There's no waiting in lines and no redeeming a ticket to get a, a good seat with him. No getting put on hold or dropping a signal. He's there all the time. But he's supposed to be a necessity, not a convenience or an inconvenience. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. It does not say seek God when it's convenient for you. <laughs> okay? So, really, it does not say seek God when it's convenient for you. So how are you treating your relationship with God? Is it so casual that you take him for granted? That you know he's convenient for you to reach so what's the big deal? He can wait for the other five things and people that are more important for you to spend time with, right? How are you treating your relationships with people around you who are supposed to mean the most to you? 
Are you treating them the way you want to be treated? Are you treating God as if he's merely a convenience store snack you can rush in and grab on the go? Because I can tell you this right now. I know from reading the word of God and I know from having a personal relationship with God that you are not an inconvenience to him. It's not just a relationship of convenience for him to be there for you or for him to give you strength and wisdom and guidance or for him to pour out his Holy Spirit on you. We are not a convenience to him and we are not an inconvenience to him. It certainly wasn't convenient for him to allow his son to die on the cross for us or for him to resurrect Jesus or to give us his Holy Spirit or to give us each special gifts with a plan and a purpose but he did it anyway. He made us and he should, he made us and sorry about that. He made us and he should be a necessity for us. We should seek him first, honor him first, go to him before we go to anyone else for advice, um, for comfort, for guidance, for strength, not because he's convenient, but because truthfully, whether some of us want to admit it or not, God is a necessity. Okay, thank you so much for uh, your patience and for your prayers and your comments and reaching out to me. Everything's fine. Um, just pray for my technology issues. Or I'd like to say it's my computer's technology issues, but it's probably me. <laughs> just I uh, appreciate it so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Woman Inspired Podcast. You can find me on Instagram. Just search for one, the number one followed by Woman Inspired, or go to womaninspired.com to find out more about upcoming events, to reach out to see um, if I'm available for your event, and I really appreciate it. You all have a blessed day.